Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome back to the Edmo Show. How are you all doing today in this corona land that we find ourselves in? Uh, as for me, not much has really changed. I've been going back to work, working long hours. Um, the only difference is now we have this mandatory shelter in place and a weird curfew. So now, due to the long hours that I work at, that I you know, have to work at work, um, I've been given traveling papers just in case if I happen to get pulled over by the cops. I have some sort of documentation on me to tell them, hey, I am heading to work or I'm heading home, which seems to me is kind of weird anyway. But so we're not going to talk too much about the corona. I kind of feel like I kind of beat you all to death with it last episode. Uh, tonight's discussion is going to be on, on the topic or the subject matter of relationship. I picked this discussion because I found a really good post by one of my friends and it's a meme and it reads like this. A lot of men walk away because y'all women was too busy finding faults in them while they was too busy overlooking yours. And that kind of struck a note with me. And I find myself a lot of times talking about relationships with my friends. A lot of downtime, or maybe it's because a lot of my friends are going through relationships. You know, we're in that that weird mid twenties to thirties range. You know, we're all for the most part millennials, and it seems that in today's society, relationships are 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 pretty turbulent. Now, you find those people who have loving relationships you have those people who are serial daters you have some people who are recovering from past hurt and they're just out you know having fun and you have those people who are just like i'm never i never want to settle down and i find a lot of those people even in the older years now for me I, you know, everyone has a past. Everyone, you know, everyone does. Everyone has a story, as I said in the first episode. Now, in my past, you know, I, (laughs) I was a serial dater. Like I was one of those guys that, you know, I ran the streets. I did my thing. I, I collected numbers as the night went on. Some I had, you know, further the relationship with some, not so much. And that were very short lived. And that's nothing to be proud of. Also, in my past, I was married, um, just didn't work out. And I, I find myself now being older. I believe it didn't work because you know, not going to put blame on her, but I'm just going to talk about myself. I wasn't ready. I believed I was ready, but I wasn't ready that came with all the responsibility and everything that came with it. And I find that I find a lot of times that's what it is. A lot of times people get into relationships thinking everything is going to be sunshines and rainbows. You're always going to be that person's best friend you're always going to be in love and that's just not the case and especially getting married at 21 it like I was still a kid I was still finding figuring myself out I was in the military at the time which seems to be a a cultural thing within our within our armed forces I found myself being very selfish looking back on it I found myself really only thinking about me and thinking about thinking about how I felt, not really giving too much thought, even though I took care of them. You know, my ex-wife had a, had a daughter. Um, we knew each other as teenagers, and it was just, you know, we're still figuring ourselves out. We didn't have any friends. We didn't have any family other than the people that we met in the, in the military. And a lot of the negativity crawled over into our relationships, and that's going to be another 
talking point tonight. As I stated in in the first episode, I am getting remarried. I, I do have a fiance who I've been with going on six years now. And I have learned more in that relationship than I have in any other relationship before then. I've learned more in, in this relationship than I did when I was married. Then I then having a wife and a kid. I've learned more from the woman that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with than anybody ever before, even more from my parents. A lot of times people take advice from miserable people. And people make other people's problems their problems. Now, I am blessed to say that my fiance now, she is not one of those people. She is the one of those people where it is you and me against the world. No matter what these people say, no matter what's going on in someone else's household, it's you and me, baby. And I love you for it. Now, talk getting back to relationships. What I'm finding people saying is that they're trying to look for that perfect person. They're trying to find that Prince Charming, that knight in shining armor, from on, at least on a women's stance point. And men try to find someone who just maybe doesn't exist. You know, they're trying to find that good looking wife that that can stay home, who keeps herself sexy all the time. And then you can still do what you want. And, and I find a lot of times, you know, both men and females, um, well, males and females, oftentimes use the media, use these reality shows to kind of sculpt their relationships or formulate their appearance to the outside world. You know, I find a lot of women who are saying that they can't date a man unless he has a house, a car, uh, money in the bank and all this other stuff. And I can't find, and I'm finding a lot of men that are saying, Hey, I can't like, I want a woman that has a nice body, you know, who's loving and all this other stuff. And it's just, who we're all looking for perfect vain people. And I, I feel that's what it is. We're looking for vanity. I feel like vanity and this selfishness is now is creating hard times for relationships. And I'm no expect I'm, I'm no different. Like I was definitely in my past. I was dating for vanity. I wanted that good looking, you know, arm piece when I walked around, made me as a man, it made me feel proud. You know, Hey, look what I got, you know, the kill of the day. Now, my fiance is very beautiful. You know, if it wasn't for her look, <laughs> that that's what got me interested. And she she knows about that. I tell her all the time, you know, like your appearance is what got me interested in you. It's the relationship. It's the who you are as a person that kept me around, that keeps me locked in. And now on top of that, it's what we're building together. The, the goals that we set for ourselves that keep us that keep us locked in together. And I don't hear that from people. My fiance and I, we talk a lot about relationships um, outside of my friends. You know, she has her opinions and I have mine. My opinion is, is that we have lost that traditional aspect structure of relationships. And I'm about to give you guys a red pill moment. I'm a red pill guy. I am a alpha male. I am a type A personality. I live my life by my own accord. We have gotten so far from God, husband, wife, children, then the dog. Now it's God's not even in the picture. It's woman, child, 
or woman, if you have children, it's woman, dog, if you got one or pet, then it's the guy. And I see a lot of women nowadays and I'm not this episode is not going to be about bashing women. Everybody's getting it. It seems that women care more about how do you make me feel? What can you do for me? Like that Janet Jackson song. What have you done for me lately? You are here to make me feel good. You are here to make me feel like a queen. You are here to serve me. And men, a lot of times, it's how do you please me sexually? How do you look when we're walking down the street together? You're here to make me look good. And both sides are wrong. I'm going to be harsher on men on this one. If you are the head of your household, you you have to be the king of your castle. You have to be the one in charge. You have to be the one calling the shots. I'm probably going to piss off a lot of women for this one. Men and women are not equal. We are different. We are complementary to one another. Men have their strengths. Women have their strengths. It's not a contest. In my relationship, we understand that. We have come to that point. And when we hit our rocky points in our relationship early on, we were doing that. We were living just that way where we were treating each other as equals, but not as compliments. My woman compliments me. I compliment her. And that's the dynamic that we're building now. You're going to find a lot of red pillars that are like, hey, man, you know, how about you just dine and dash? You know, get get the get the draws and then roll out. But that's an empty life. If you really think about it, I had a lot of friends like that who are now turned on to relationships. They're building relationships. Now, I can tell you as someone who did sleep around right after I was married because I felt like I had to regain something. It gets empty. It gets lonely. You know, you're dealing with a different stranger. You're dealing with a different personality all the time. And it's a lot of work to juggle all that all the time to the point where you have to emotionally cut yourself off from people. And it's really difficult to get it back. You learn to distrust people because you don't know people. You don't understand people. You learn to just use people. You know, you treat people as objects. That's both men and women alike. My fiance, she had a similar thing. She felt like, you know, she couldn't trust people. It took her a long time to trust. And we will we will discuss, you know, our relationship and death when she's here. But I'm just talking about relationships as a whole. It's kind of sad where I see more people just, you know, using relationships as a means, you know, as as a way to get what they want. It's weird that I find more so that marriage is becoming disdained. Marriage is no longer a factor like You find people who are just saying it's just a piece of paper, but still having children with multiple different people. And it's that thought process that sets you up for failure. It's that thought process that creates this havoc that we're living in where nobody trusts anybody. It's that thought process that keeps that same mentality going on on both sides, men and women. Men will sit here and say, you know, these bitches ain't shit. I know I've said it. I've said it in my past before. I'm no different out here. Women, predominantly black women, because I am black and I am I live in predominantly black areas where they'll say niggas ain't shit. I've even seen it go so far where a woman is so hurt that she'll turn to becoming a lesbian, thinking that it's going to be any different. Now, that's not every person, but I have seen it. You know, you've seen women get so 
tired of men treating them a certain way that they turn to women. And then they find out that these women are no better. We don't know how to trust anybody anymore. And I honestly feel like it's because we know we no longer honor God. Now, I'm not a hyper religious person. I am a recovering child of God. That's that's what I'm going to leave it as, because I still have my issues with organized religion. I am a advocate for God. You can even say I'm Jewish for Jesus. <laughs> I had a friend that that told me that one time and and she it kind of made me laugh. But now as I'm getting older and I don't think she understood what she was saying, but now I'm getting older, I'm starting to understand the me- the meaning behind that, even though that's not her intent, regardless of what religion that you cater to. It's always about God. God is he created everything. He created us. He re- regardless of what your doctrine say. It always goes back to one focal point that there is an almighty entity being force, whatever. There's always this one central connecting, creating essence that put everything here. At least in America, we we our foundation is Judeo-Christian. Now, I am a Judeo-Christian person. I am a advocate for reading the Bible. I do have my issues with Christianity. I do have my issues with with believing that God is that Jesus Christ himself is God Almighty, Yahweh, Elohim, whatever you want to call God. But that's my personal issue, which I will talk about in another episode. I do feel like the doctrines that are in the Bible are 100 percent correct. Now, I'm not going to say that you have to sit here and live your life by the Bible day in, day out. But I will say use the Bible as as your as your driver's manual. As the manual to your life, I'm not sitting here saying that you got to pray multiple times a day. I'm not saying sitting here saying you can't. You got to eat certain things. You got you can't do this, this, that, or the third. I'm just saying use it as a manual. I'm not going to sit here and say that the Bible is the word of God because I don't believe that. I do believe the Ten Commandments was the word of God, and I do believe that the Ten Commandments is everything that we need. What I will say is that read the Ten Commandments. Dive deeper into it. I feel like the Ten Commandments is the word of God and the Bible itself is the Ten Commandments in depth, you know, giving you different ways of looking at it. Now, back to relationships. Now, why is it man? Why is it God, man, woman, child? Now, some of these I have learned from from uh, Dennis Brager from his books, um, Exodus, and I've started reading his new book, Genesis. And I do feel like those are very good tools that you can use. And I've also um, looked at other religious figures um, or religious commentators like Alfonso Rachel from the Zoloft and Rabbi Friedman and other you know religious people. In relation to God, man, woman, child, why is that dynamic? Why is that so important to our society? Well, we all serve something. And I will say that everybody is servant to something or some entity. If you if you're all about sex, guess what? You worship sex. Sex is your God. If you are about money, you worship money. Money is your God. If you worship if you're about Nowadays, marijuana, marijuana has become your God. You have now subjected yourself to these things. And God is above all that. 
Hell, God created all that. So, why is it man first? Because, now, depending on who you say, it's because, oh, God created Adam. Maybe that's, maybe that's it. Who knows? But here's my idea. God created man. It's man first because men have to look up to something. We have to. We have to emulate ourselves behind something. We do it all the time. We emulate ourselves after entertainers. We emulate ourselves after celebrities. We emulate ourselves after things that we feel are a higher purpose. People walk around looking like rappers because they emulate rappers. These women nowadays are walking around with their body parts hanging out because they emulate these women that are getting men's attention and getting paid for it. We all emulate something. I feel like that's why in the Bible, God is always referred to as he, even though God is not a being. God is not a person. Because it is important for us to, as men, to emulate something higher than ourselves. And I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into some esoteric thinking. It's because God is a creator. God creates and God destroys. Men create and men destroy. We create empires, we create nations, but we also destroy what we create. And I feel like that's a, that's a very close connection that men have with God. Women don't create anything. Now, feel how you feel, but women do not create anything. Women do not create life. Men create life. If you look at our sex organs, and I'm going I'm to get a little esoteric, and you can disagree with me. Sperm is a living thing. It moves. It has a purpose. An egg doesn't. It just sits there. It waits. It nurtures. A woman's nature is to nurture. A woman's nature is to, is to cultivate. She's to bring in things into herself. And then present it out to the world. But in order to bring in something, something has to be created. Men create. That's where we complement each other. Men are creators and destroyers and women are always nurturers. Women nurture culture, children and future. That's it. And that is the amazing thing about women and men. Now, also look at it. Women live longer than men. Is that and it's not because of any wartime society or anything like that. I think it's purposely designed. Women have to carry on legacies. They have to carry on stories. They have to carry on culture. Men have to create that. We have to create culture. We have to create society. We have to create all these things. And it is a woman's job to pass that on. As men, you are the one that creates the relationship. The woman is the one to maintain the relationship. Now, that's not to say once you get in a relationship, you just, all right, you drop your bags and that's it. No, you still have to create. You still have to do something. Men have to have a purpose. And a man that doesn't have a purpose is a child. And now look at it. A woman just is. If you look at any real culture, the moment she has a, uh, has a period, she is ready to be a mother. Men have to forge men. And we are not forging men anymore. We are allowing boys to pretend to be men without going through any hardship. Being a man is a ritual. Being a man is a sacrifice. All men have to sacrifice themselves to something. All men have to sacrifice themselves for a higher purpose. Now that's why in the Bible, if you look in the Old Testament, men have to get circumcised. They have to sacrifice themselves to something. You have to bond yourself to something. 
You can't just do what you want. You can't just be who you want. You have to have a purpose. It's that purpose that binds you to your woman. It's that purpose that binds you to your children. That's why in last episode, I talked about charity. We all have to do something for somebody. We have to take care of one another. We're not doing that anymore. Men are walking around thinking that because they have a beard, that they're a man. That, that because they can hold their alcohol, they're a man. And they haven't subjugated themselves to anything. They haven't sacrificed anything. They haven't suffered for anything. Being a man is about sacrifice and suffering. But in sacrifice and suffering, guess what you find? You find happiness. You find joy. Because without the dark times, how can you really appreciate the bad times? Now, I can say as a man who has been married, a man who is getting married again to an amazing woman, as a man, it makes me feel good to do something for my wife. It makes me feel 100% more in, in tune with my masculinity when I sacrifice my time from her to put in long hours, to invest my, my time and my money, and then I bring home the kill. And I love seeing the look on her face when I do that. I love seeing that. That's the purpose. I do things to make her happy because that is my reward. Now, in turn, it doesn't mean she, she can just sit around and do nothing. Because as a woman, guess what? I'm, I'm a man. I still have sexual urges. I still have sexual needs. And my woman has to please me. It's a, it's a medium of exchange. If I'm not willing to do anything, if I just sit on my butt at home and I play video games, guess what? I lose everything that I created. I, I will lose my woman because guess what? I'm not providing for her. And I wouldn't expect her to stay. I have to keep doing what I'm doing. I have to keep working. I have to keep trying. Because as a man, that's what you have to do. The food just doesn't pop up on the table. You got to go out there and get it. You got to go out there and kill it. You got to go out there and bring it home. Now, a woman's job is she's supposed to take everything that you bring home and make a home out of it. A woman's job is to make a home. A man's job is to provide a home. And we're losing that today. We are losing that today. We, are, we have too many people who are so into themselves that they don't know how to deal with disappointment. They don't know how to deal with being told no or being told that, that, that they're not good enough or that they're not being pleased to someone else. Relationships are work. If you go in thinking that, you are, that you're going to stay the same person, your relationship is already doomed. You might as well just pack it up and go home. Because I can sit here and tell you, I'm not the same man that I was six years ago. And a lot of that is, I would say 50% of it is myself wanting more because that's just who I am as a person. But, a, a, but also, I give the other 50% to her. Because since she is a similar person and we have the same goals, she never lets me slip. And I'm not always perfect. There are times when I want to sit at home and do nothing. There are times when I do get in my lazy moment. There are times when I suffer from comfort. I get too comfortable. I don't want to move because I am comfortable. I lose my masculinity when I get comfortable. Men, you cannot be comfortable. Now, that's not to say you can't. It's like you can't have a big house. You can't have a nice car. You can't have a beautiful wife. You can't have the, the toys that you like. Because trust me, I got a lot of toys that I like. But at the same time, I'm always going to want more. I'm always hungry for more. But it's my woman that keeps me grounded. It's my woman that keeps me coming back home. People aren't having that today. People get to that point. They get, they get lost in the lust. 
once that lust wears off, there's nothing else. They don't like that person. They don't recognize that person. The moment that person exposes some vulnerability, they want to run away because they don't want to deal with it. And I see it all the time. I see people getting bored. And trust me, I've been there. I've been there in this relationship. We weren't always happy. We weren't always getting along. And I would say the moment that the moment our relationship changed was the moment when we had a sit down conversation and we got 100 percent real with each other. What are we doing? What is the goal? What is the plan? Once we talked about that, everything became clear. Then we had to have that hard question. What is our oh no no? Because if this is what we're doing, what is something that we can absolutely not forgive? Our our own personal Ten Commandments. We said if you as long as none of us mess with the money without talking to the other person or infidelity, the moment it's we someone cheats, that's it. It's done. Anything else we can work through. Anything else we can get past. And that's not to say that you have to have the same goals as us. But having rules, having boundaries, having commandments, it makes things a hell of a lot easier. We're not always going to like each other. We're not always going to agree. We're not always going to see eye to eye. But as long as we have these things that we're working towards, and as long as we know these are the things that you and I cannot do in this relationship, or it's done, then it makes it makes working past problems a hell of a lot easier. I can get I can get over your your bad attitude. She can get over my bad attitude. You know, maybe somebody had a bad day. We can we can fight. We can argue. We can scream. We can leave. We can do whatever. As long as the other person doesn't take it out on our on our finances, which takes care of our house. And as long as no one invites another party into this relationship or cheats or gets out of the relationship, because once you do that, then there is no relationship. You've just ended it right then and there. It's made things a hell of a lot easier. It's made our fighting less because we realize there's nothing to fight about. Yeah, we can disagree. Yeah, we don't have to like each other all the time. I still love you. Love doesn't mean I always have to like you. But you are my partner. We're always going to we're going to make it through this. And I kind of, and we both kind of got that from dealing with friendships. You know, I have friends that I've known my entire life and I would take a bullet for them. I don't always like them. I don't always agree with them. I don't always like their life choices. I don't always like the things that they involve in their life. But guess what? I love them. I will be there for them. And they have been there for me. Now, I have other friends where we don't have those values. I don't talk to them all the time. We don't talk. But, that, but even in that, those are, those are deep lessons that we all have to learn. People don't even have friends anymore. People have associates. You know, people have, you know, they have their friends with, for purposes. You know, these are my friends that I have when I go out. These are the friends that I, that I have when I want to do couple things with. These are the friends that I have when I want to go do hood rat things with. You know, we don't have actual friends where we can be real with one another. You know, I have, I have a couple friends that I've grown up with who have seen me in every facet of life. And they, that vulnerability binds us together. And I've seen them. They understand who I am. And they do call me out on my bullshit. Because everybody's a bullshitter at some point in time. My woman is the same way. But that's the thing. People don't want to be called out on their bullshit. It, it, it breaks my heart that I find women who 
say that they don't want to have children. They don't want to have a relationship. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. And then me being the asshole that I am, I say, then why the fuck are you here? What is your purpose? If you don't want to build a family. Now, there's some people who don't. It's, that's, that's perfectly fine. But if you don't want to build anything with anybody, if you don't want to build a home, if you don't want to build a relationship, if you don't want to have a child, why are you here? Why? You're literally wasting time and space. You are here, like you're that person that comes to the party and doesn't bring anything, but then eats up everything and rolls out and doesn't even talk to anybody. And I, I severely dislike those people. You know, like how disrespectful is that? Everyone's having a good time. Everybody's contributing. You show up empty handed and it, yet you leave with the biggest plate and you, you don't even stick around. You dine and dash. You're a, di- you're a life dine and dasher. And really think about that. You're so into yourself. Like, and to me, that, like, that, is, that is so heartbreaking because you're so into yourself that when you die, you leave nothing. You'll have nobody. There's no one that's going to be there to remember you. There's no one that's going to be there to pass on your legacy or pass on what you've taught them. You know, I talk to my dad all the time and I didn't know my great grandfather. I barely knew my grandfather, but I live with their lessons all the time because that's what my dad has given to me. And whether I remember it or not, or whether my kids will, will know where they got those lessons from, it's still the lesson. The lesson is still being passed on. Now, let's throttle down a little bit. Relationships today. I met my, my fiance on Tinder. And I, I'm perfectly aware that people use Tinder for a hookup. I know I did. I used Tinder as a hookup. But I wasn't a very vain person. If I liked you, I liked you. And I, and, I, and I took it where I could. If it ended there, it ended there. Now, it took somebody to say, you're not going to waste my time. And I'm like, ooh, I'm interested in you. Because I don't like my time wasted and you don't like your time wasted. So that means we can go somewhere with this. And we sat and we talked. We really got to know each other. We invested in one another. And people don't do that. I had a friend, I have several friends who are getting married right now, and they look so miserable. Now, I, I get it. Like, planning the day is very stressful. Trust me, I'm going through it right now. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not, uh-uh, no. You're not going to stress me out. I'd rather just, you know, let's, let's go elope somewhere. I, I've seen some of my friends who are in these long-term relationships, and they look, and that's not to say that my relationship is perfect, but my friends have looked at my relationship when we all hang out, and they were like, wow. You guys actually look happy. And then we'll just look at them like, well, we don't even like each other. And then we'll just go back to having fun because that's just the type of people that we are. We joke about everything. We enjoy each other's company. And it took us a long time to get to that point. We even had some friends tell us, y'all even act alike. Yeah. Yeah, we act alike because we spend a lot of time together. That's the whole point. When you become married or when you become in and to reference the Bible, you become one flesh and one flesh is to to represent a child. But you do become one person. You become a union. You become one thing. And I, to be honest, I love it. I love it. I didn't have that. I've never experienced that before to be one with somebody. You know, it, it, we've been together and we've understand each other so well that a lot of times we don't even have to talk to each other. 
there's times when I'm so busy and there's something that needs to get done. And my woman goes ahead and handles it because she understands how I think. She understands who I am. And then she backfills me later. And if it's something she's not sure about, she calls me. She'll ask me, hey, what do you think about this? A lot of times I don't really care. But if it's really something that needs my opinion, then yeah. If it has anything to do with our finances, yeah. If it's something small, no, she doesn't bother me. She goes ahead and she does it. And I find a lot of men, they don't trust their women to do that. Women don't trust men to do that. I'm finding women nowadays are treating the guys that they deal with as children. And they're using sex as a treat. No. Because any real man will understand sex is cheap. I can get sex anywhere. Hell, I can even pay for it if I really want it so bad. I, I don't even have to have it with a person. I can have it by myself. That's how cheap sex is. And if you have sex in a relationship, if you start sex, if you start a relationship with sex, your relationship is cheap. It's never going to last. You're going to have to overcome so much. To me, your relationship is the cake and the sex is the icing. That's the, the icing is the best part, but you don't eat just icing. You want the cake. The, the icing can give the cake a little bit more character. It can give it a little bit more flavor, but the essence is always the cake. That's it. Like it's about the cake. It's about the relationship. People don't want to have relationships anymore. They want to have sex. They want to have they want to have empty, meaningless connections, and that's it. They want to have hookups. Now I'm not gonna lie. When I was single, yes, I had a rotation. And it gets old. It gets empty. And then you end up getting tired of your rotation. Then you want to have a new one. Then you gotta put some work in. And I'm a very lazy person. I'm not even going to lie. I am a lazy person socially. Why am I going to sit here and work for something that's not going to benefit me? Why am I putting all this time in for something that's not going to benefit me? And that's the realest thing possible. People are working too hard for nothing. People are working too hard for no investment. I'm working hard because this relationship is an investment. We want things. We have the same goals. We want kids. We want our legacy to pass on. We want, we want. People don't want anything. People want to feel good right now. They want to feel good in the moment. You know, but moments don't last. Moments are very brief. And then the sad part is you're creating people because of moments. You're creating people because of how you feel. We're we're allowing kids to be born into bad situations. To parents who don't like each other. Parents who don't know each other. Parents who can't stand each other. And that, that... weighs on a child's soul it does it messes with their identity women are women are sleeping with men because of what they can do for them men are sleeping with women for bragging rights and it took me a long time to learn that it it took a mentor to really sit down with me and ask me what the hell are you doing yeah you got the women yeah you got the money Yeah, you got this, this, and that, and third. But what do you got at home? Nothing. You go home, you go to sleep, you go back out. And for what? You got nothing to show for it. You got some stories. That's all you got. You got experiences. That's it. You ain't got nothing else. You're cheap, you're broke, and you're low. Because all you care about is how you feel. And it really really dawned on me. It really weighed on my soul a little bit. Sex is very cheap. It's cheaper than alcohol. It's cheaper than drugs. But 
Drugs and alcohol can ruin your life. Sex can ruin your life. I've seen it firsthand. I've seen what it does to people. It turns people into who they who they're not. You know, we're raising children without fathers. We're raising children without family. And then people people want to say like, oh, well, it's his fault. It's her fault. You know, you have some people that are talking about, well, you shouldn't have gotten pregnant. Oh, you should have pulled out. Well, how about this? How about you should have got to know that person first? That would alleviate everything. How is it that I like you enough to sleep with you, but I don't like you enough to marry you? And it really breaks my heart. You know, it's a lot of like I find I find women who get in these relationships with men. They don't understand the man. They don't understand men, period. They use sex to kind of keep them around. Then they have a kid with them. Then the man has no connection to her, has no connection to his kids. And then now she's stuck here with a kid. Then she takes her pain out on her child. That's that like, what is what is it doing to us? Luckily, in my relationship, we said we're not having kids until we say I do. Yeah, we both enjoy sex. But we're not having kids. It's that easy. We are not having kids now. I'm not going to sit here and destroy a life because because of me, because I because I wanted to enjoy a moment. And that's what you're doing. That'll be another discussion. Relationships nowadays are very few and far in between. Now, in the darkness, there is light because I have I do have friends who who have such great relationships, young people who have great relationships. I have I've met people in the military who stood the, the test of time and everybody knows in the military nine times out of 10, your relationship is not going to last. And I was one of those statistics. My relationship did not last, but that was because of me. But these people stood the test. Now, that's not to say they didn't have their problems. Everybody has problems. And I love seeing them. I love seeing my friends from the military who have kids who look happy. That's not to say that they don't have their issues, but they are still holding on despite their issues. And that's a beautiful thing. But I hate seeing people who have kids and don't commit. Like, what are you doing? You are producing people and you're not committing to them. Anytime you have a child and you don't marry their parent, you are not committed to your child. Now, it's different if you're married and you have children and the marriage doesn't work. That is something completely different. But if you're out here and having a relationship and you're not committing to that person's parent, what are you doing? You just wasted someone's life. You just wasted your time. You wasted 18 years of your life. That's both men and women. Women out here having kids because they think the man's going to stay. The man's not going to stay because of a child. Men out here thinking that they can, you know, drop their load on woman and walk out. Nah, bro. Now you just ruined a kid's life. Now you've, you've taken a piece of that child away because a woman knows 100% of the time with, that her child is hers. A man doesn't have that luxury. And the child suffers for it. The child does not know, like, who their, and who their father is. And, I, and I'm finding a lot of people are going through that. And a lot of people are carrying that, that sin, that, that burden into relationships they don't trust anybody because of their parents be mindful of what you do be mindful of who you sleep with be mindful of who you entertain 
you know, and I'm so proud of my friends who, who are like me, who found the light, you know, one of my best friends, this man was, this man, it was a, an artiste of women, you know, and for a heavy set dude, he can pull them like no one's business. You know, this man was a pastor of Putang. You know, he 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 like he had a way with women despite his size. Because a lot of times women say, you know, you'll hear people say women don't like fat dudes. Nah, he was a big boy and he got him and he won the riches. He was very confident, though. But even he found that it was getting cheap. It was getting old. Now, luckily, he found a woman who changed his life. Well, correction. He found a woman who accentuated his life. Because a woman can't change a man's life. Only a man can do that. We cannot change each other's lives. Despite what you think. I can't change your life. I can only help you. And he found that woman. And I'm so happy for him because I've seen him in empty relationships. And I've me and him have had the conversations. What are you doing? Why are you wasting your time because time is fleeting we don't have time now he'll probably be on a show too now he's in a loving relationship to a woman who adores him and he adores her and he treats her differently than any other woman he's ever dealt with before and that's because of her women you have to come to the table with something your looks don't mean anything your looks just get us interested Now he has a loving family. He has a daughter who he adores. And he's completely 100% different. Now he still still has his smooth ways about him. But he upholds his woman. And women, isn't that what you want? But she also treats him like a king. Men, isn't that what you want? I'm going to give you guys a taste of another episode. Men, you cannot be a king without sacrifice or you cannot be a successful king without hardship and sacrifice because being a king is earned you earn it either through conquering something building something or it's handed down to you and if it if you if it's handed down to you and you didn't earn it you're not going to you're not going to keep it but if you've earned it because of your hard work and your reputation it's going to last Because you still had to conquer something. You had to conquer yourself. Now women. You cannot be a queen without a king. You just can't. Because a woman's worth comes from a man. Because a man places his worth on his woman. If I value you. You are worth something to me. If I don't. You're not worth anything. So all these women out here. All these men out here calling themselves kings and queens. Cut it out. Because you're not a king or queen of anything. Because being a king comes with responsibilities. Being a queen comes with responsibilities. And it's the queen's job to, up to maintain the kingdom. That is why on a chessboard, the queen is the most powerful piece. But when the king is down, the game's over. You cannot have a queen without a king. I don't care what game you're playing. I don't even care if you're playing cards. Even though a king and queen are both 10 points. But a king will always take out a queen. I don't care. Women, find a king. Find somebody who's building something. Find someone who's worth something. 
If he's not, leave him alone. I don't care what kind of car he drives. I don't care what kind of shoes he has on. I don't care how much money he has in his pocket. If he's not building anything, he's not a king. Men, if she's not upholding what you have built, she is not a queen. She is a peasant. Women, if you are entertaining a man who all he has is money, cars, and shoes, you do not have a king. You have a fool. You are being entertained by a fool. Men, if you're dealing with women and they're not worth anything, you're dealing with a peasant. And we're going to continue that discussion on the next episode. Kind of went off on the tangent a little bit. We'll continue this on another episode and we'll dive a little bit deeper. And this is going to be, I'll probably make this into a series, a relationship series, where I'll have people who are in relationships visiting and we'll have a discussion. I'll have my woman on here and I'll probably have some friends on here. It's been good talking to you guys. And I hope you guys have a great day. Make sure you guys subscribe on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm working on Twitter, Parlor, and some other things. But make sure you guys find it on Facebook. That's mainly where I'm going to be at. If you guys want to leave memes, if you guys want to leave comments, please. And you can email the show at theedmoshow at gmail.com. All the links will be in the show notes. And I'll see you guys later. Bye. Get ready to start.